Well, no, go without the music because okay. there's so there's so many titles and music you can choose from. Yeah. Plus, we'll be here for fifteen minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for it to roll up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, why don't we just fuck up fuck yeah. with everyone and just put the never ending story <laughs> song on Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time... Was that a bit loud? Nah, it's fine. You just, your eyes went up. Nah, let's keep, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us for the second podcast this week. It's the same people that you heard in the last one, if you didn't listen to it. But if you didn't listen to it, then you should go back and listen to that, because we would have introduced you to our special guest. First of all, I'm here, Tom. Across from me, the lovely Dan. Hello. Hello. Up in Scotland, our Scottish contingent, Duncan, in the wank shed or the kinky kitchen or the venereal disease van. Hello, Duncan. Hello, everyone. And coming to us live from a bunker on Sandhurst Academy's uh, driving range is Adam, our resident Final Fantasy expert. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. How are you? Very good, thank you. So, as we alluded to in the previous podcast, what we're going to be talking about today is... Well, Adam knows all about Final Fantasy... Myself, Dan and Duncan, we don't really know anything about Final Fantasy, so we're just going to start off and talk about it. So I thought the best place to start would be to just say, Adam, what was the first Final Fantasy game that you played and why did it hook you into the series? Right, the first one I ever played was Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, it was released back in 99, I believe, so we're going back a few years now. Um, it was the first one I played. Um, it got to that point where you know, you're playing all your football games all the normal sort of games that you just do one generic thing mm-hmm. so fancy the change heard good things about the final fantasy franchise before i dive into it and pretty much cliche i've never looked back and played it since so do you go back afterwards and then play the previous games as well yeah, yeah. so you go i've gone from obviously eight all the way up to the modern one 15 and yeah, you go back, you can play them over and over again, do different things. It's it's one of those sort of franchises you can just continue playing no matter what one you do play, no matter how old it is. You can go back and, and enjoy it. So this is one of my questions. Like, is there, is, I mean, is there an order to play them in? No. In my view, no. They're, they're like, they seem to be just individual. Each one is its own story. They don't really link um, just... They seem to, they seem to have a bit of a joke of a few characters with the same names. Yeah, I mean, appearing. Yeah, there is there is a couple of exceptions to that rule. In general, you're right. There, all Final Fantasies generally have their own story, their own characters, own music, all that sort of stuff. But there are a couple that have spawned sequels. Okay. Mm. There are a couple. So Final Fantasy X, actually, you had the first one that had a sequel. So you had Final Fantasy X and then Final Fantasy X 2, which continued the story with the same characters. Right. And then Final, Fa- Fa- I'll say it again. Final Fantasy Thirteen actually spawned two, um, sorry, three in total, two after the original. So you had 13, 13 2, and then Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, all part of the same, same world, same characters, all that sort of stuff. I remember that. Because like, I remember uh, I was working. That was when I started working where I work, and it, it was there was so many of them. And and I picked up Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I was looking at it, and the guy I work with going, "You will never play that. <laughs> <laughs> this this is far too big a game for you." So it, just, yeah, it's not yeah. all Final Fantasy. They're not one of those games that you sort of can buy, play, and then a week later, well, in theory, a week later, complete and complete absolutely everything they take hours and hours and hours and hours to do i mean 15 is well over 200 hours of playtime just to get through the main storyline jesus i feel i feel like that i've done that with skyrim (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so yeah 13 they're not linked then are they with they're linked within so 13 is linked to 32 and then return and 10 is linked to 10 and the, the second part of 10 but other yeah. than that, they're not linked to each other, are they? Uh, no, they're not linked, no. They all have their own own story. That's really cool. But are they based in the same universe? No. Right. You might, you might as, 
you know, you alluded to earlier, you might have some with familiar names or familiar, you know, weapons, all that sort of stuff, but the actual game itself won't be connected to another Final Fantasy. That's so weird. Yeah. I, do you know what? I feel like me and Dan need... You know that bit in Back to the Future 2 where Doc tries to explain the timelines? <laughs> I feel like me and Dan need a whiteboard like that here so I can start listing out how everything interacts, how, or how doesn't interact with everything else. Uh, I mean, are the stories, like the story arcs... Uh, maybe story arcs aren't the best way. Like the themes in each game sort of similar. Yeah, they're all similar. I mean, they all, they all sort of base it on the same thing you have a bunch of sort of characters a bunch of heroes or of the like and you've got to take them through this journey and you know you've got to do side missions you've got to do all this fine all this sort of i don't know how you would describe it all this sort of you know online role playing you know branching into all these sort of different stuff to level up and just find the story at the end you know complete the story because all through the game the story can twist it can turn it can go backwards it can jump forwards it can go in any direction and not until you complete the game it sort of has that ending to it you sort of go oh yeah i can't see it and you know you sort of created that story while playing it and do you always play like just one character or is there options to play uh, other no, characters. Normally, yeah, you normally have like say like a, a group. Like in Final Fantasy VIII, you always play as like a, in the battles you have three characters you control. Mm-hmm. Right, you're sort of roaming the worlds and whatnot. You just control the one character. So it's in the battles you get to control the other characters. In the likes of Thirteen, you have you know three or four characters in the actual battle, but you only control the one. Mm. So is different Final Fantasies have different ways of of controlling during battles during exploring all that sort of stuff so actually literally the only thing that ties them together is the fact that they are called final fantasy yeah pretty much that's unbelievable you get get, there are um how you describe it it's each final fantasy is different you know different characters different locations different music you know it's all music is a big big part of final fantasy however there are some regularities in the Final Fantasy games over the years that have sort of become sort of a legend. And, you know, when you're playing Final Fantasy and as a Final Fantasy fan, you get that sort of little jolt of excitement where you can discover these sort of legends in new games or in a game you haven't played. You know, you've got, you've got things called chocobos. You know, you know <laughs> huge, huge yellow birds that you can you know, you mount them, you can ride them, you can hunt treasure with them and whatnot. But they're in pretty much every final fantasy game you know you've got ways that you can perform actions in battles you've got summoning you've got magic all this sort of stuff they all use the same sort of name so with the summoning in different final fantasies the actual summons may be called something different but the name of the actual summon is consistent in other final fantasies so when a final fantasy fan hears the names like shiva and ifrit and bahumut they know what they are. Even though they may be different in other games, they're names that they've heard throughout the series. It's weird, man. Would you say that that is like probably the only fant- uh, only franchise where that kind of level of familiarity... It's Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a huge, huge franchise. I mean, we're going back probably to the start of the year. I mean, selling over 144 million games worldwide and just influencing films and music and... All these other things. I mean, there's, there's even been Final Fantasy characters involved in modelling, mm. you know, due to the sheer beauty of the character designs. I mean, it's such a massive, massive franchise. There's a theme park ride as well, isn't there? I don't know that much. There's a what, sorry? There's a theme park ride as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that much. Is that, in, is that in, actually in Disneyland in Japan? Mm, may well be, yes. Yeah. Can't say I've actually ridden on it. No, I don't think I know someone that, that that went specifically for that, which says a lot about the, the Final Fantasy. No, it's, yeah, it's such a, a, a massive, massive franchise. I mean, it's just influenced so many things. And as the years go on, they get sort of more more graphically pleasing. You know, they've just they've branched into like other medias and CGI films and anime and manga and novels and just so much stuff. I mean, obviously at E3, they also uh, announced the music streaming mm. stuff that you now listen to all Final Fantasy music. 
I mean, it's something that fans love listening to, can listen day in, day out, because it just brings you back to sort of when you were playing those games. Absolutely. Love that's that. pretty cool. I mean, yeah. probably on a I limited mean, level, that's how I feel about Halo. Yeah. Mm. I always remember it's the music, it's the it's the sort of evocative threads throughout the entire franchise. But yeah. even Halo is still not bigger than is nowhere near as big as Final Fantasy. It feels like. No. You think this has been going? Final Fantasy has been going for 30, thirty years. Thirty-two years, yeah, thirty-two years. It's been going for. Say what? That's nuts. I think actually, it will. Uh, obviously, you know, I've done some really in-depth research <laughs> <laughs> of when the first Final Fantasy came out, which was like. Uh, yeah, it was 87, wasn't it? It wasn't 88. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Classic FM ranked Final Fantasy, I can't remember which one, actually, yeah. uh, in as as top computer game, yeah. uh, video game I mean, I think uh, it's, soundtracks. I think it's Classic FM. I can't honestly remember. I think it's Classic FM. They actually play Final Fantasy music as well. Yeah. On, on, yeah. on the station. So that's, I mean, that's just an indication of just how popular... People that haven't even played games or heard of Final Fantasy that still listen to the music. Yeah, well, that says a lot, doesn't it? So, what is it about Final Fantasy VII that this seems to be the the, the like the holy grail of the of the games? Final Fantasy VII, when it was released, I mean, when was it released? Ninety seven. It was released originally. It just it was one of those games that was just it was like an instant classic. Everyone sort of loved it. The graphics were, were state of the art for that time. Um, and it was massive. It was, you know, one of the first games that had three discs just for the game itself. You know, loads and loads of hours of gameplay alone. And people just, they got in with it. They just got involved in it and it just couldn't stop playing it. I mean, it was one of the first ones that originated on the PlayStation, then jumped to PC. Obviously, nowadays it's on smartphones and it's just everywhere now because it's just the first one that people went, oh, this, is, this is something different. This is the storyline, the graphics all the different things you could do in the game. It was just one of those things that people sort of went, yeah, this this isn't too bad. So if... Um, this is like a really important and serious question. I'm ready. Um, because in our Redly Deadly 2, the Redly Deadly the game, mm. uh, we left a Final Fantasy spot because obviously we don't know any... Would it be someone from Final Fantasy 7 or Final Fantasy 8 or 6 that you would... Uh, have because it has to be a 90s game and obviously you with Final Fantasy you can you can you, you've got you can pick whoever you want because they all just occur in their own game so they've never been in a series well they wouldn't have been in one anyway so uh, we, w- who would you have in the Redly Deadly game and this is a really important question obviously <laughs> for our podcast it's incredibly important <laughs> If I had to choose one, I would go for the main protagonist of Final Fantasy VIII. You know, it was the first one I played for, so it's the one I've got the you know, the most connection with. The main protagonist of Final Fantasy VIII is squally and hot. He's a moody, he's sort of like me, really. He's just really moody and quiet and whatnot, but he's just kick-ass. He just blows everyone away. He's just fantastic. Is Does he, he the have one a big with... sword? He's got a gun blade. Gun blade. I was going to say, what the fuck's yeah. a gun blade? This sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's, it's just like one of those things that you couldn't decide. Oh, well, you know, we'll have both. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, it won't be fine. That'll be fine. No fantasy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the thing. I've, I've, so I did a little bit of research because I, I sort of figured this was going to come at some point. I watched a load of um, videos about like, you know, um, PlayStation Access. The guy Rob who does stuff on that is a massive, great big Final Fantasy fan and he did like a top seven things that happened in Final Fantasy when Final Fantasy 15 came out. And he was saying stuff like, uh, you know, when, is it Aris or Ares? When, uh, Ares, yeah. Ares, when she dies in, oh, spoilers. Yeah, when no, she, it's just, that is the, the, what I consider like the big, big thing of Final Fantasy, particularly Final Fantasy 7, but Final Fantasy in general. Because she was, she was a playable, she was a playable character, she was part of the, the team that you control, she was a main character in that game. And for the first time, they they killed her off, killed the character off. It was it was like back then it was like groundbreaking and still upsets a lot of people to this day. And isn't it right that like you can sink tons of time and effort into building her up as a character yeah. and and it's all for nothing because boom yeah. dead. You can spend hours leveling her up and giving her all these weapons and abilities and oh my gosh she's like really really powerful. Oh crap she's dead. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, so there's the other thing I saw. Squall, apparently. Yes. Is, the, is it true that, like, there's the theory that he dies halfway through the game and the rest of it is kind of a tortured dream there is that fantasy. theory i mean I, I won't obviously give too much away because it's been it's been re uh, remastered which i'm really looking forward to <laughs> but it's there is that sort of theory about it but the ending it sort of clarifies what happened if you like hmm. right so, I'm yeah, there is that theory. There's, I mean, there's in most Final Fantasies, there's always a theory, like the, you were just talking about Ares, there's a theory that she didn't die at all. You know, people are coming up with all these scenarios and theories that she didn't die. Oh, no, 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 this happened and that happened. And the same with Scroll, He died halfway through the game, but well, wait a minute, you sort of then do like a, a dream sequence, if you like, for the rest of the game. But the ending of it explains what happened. Yeah. This is sort of the beauty of Final Fantasy. You... As you're playing it, as I mentioned earlier, you can play hours and hours and hours of it. It's not until you get near the end of the story or even complete the story. It sort of puts that little final bit on the story and you sort of go, right, now I can see it. Or, you know, it, it puts it all together, if you like. It's sort of incomplete. It sounds silly, I know, but it sounds incomplete until you finish it. And then you sort of go, you know, that was quite emotional. Or that was that was epic sort of thing. So, so when you finish a game, you definitely feel the payoff. From, from these games and that's the in, important thing in the likes of Final Fantasy 8, 9 mm. yes because once you complete it that, that is it you know these games were made back at late 90s on the PS1 mm. once you finish the game that is it I mean in Final Fantasies now you finish the game but you can continue doing like little side missions or treasure hunting or all these little different things after the main story is completed a lot of Final Fantasies now you have the main story which you're able to complete in you know x amount of hours but then you can double that time just doing all these little side things after the story ends after the story finishes now so asking for a friend uh won't name names uh are, are there any kind of fun little in-game sort of games say similar to what you get in the witcher like gwen <laughs> 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 that as someone could get really addicted to. Yeah, I mean, in Final Fantasy, in Final Fantasy Seven has its own little sort of casino place where you can go in and just spend uh, Final Fantasy codes. Because Final Fantasy have their own currency as well. You know, it's, it's such Sweet. a, it's got it's such a, a massive, massive sort of franchise, but it's obviously worldwide and everything. But Final Fantasy Thirteen uh, Two, it's got like this sort of, it's like a, a floating casino world, if you like, and. It's nothing to do with the main game. You don't even have to go there to finish the game. But if you go there, then you can spend hours there just doing Chocobo racing or slots or all these sort of different games that you can do on their version that you can do in the casino. What's Chocobo racing like? It varies from game to game, but it can be loads of fun. And basically, the one I remember more vividly is the one in 13.2. It's basically you, you pick a pick your chocobo and you you know you can place a bet on them but you can like enhance them with all these sort of little remedies or little items and whatnot and basically little targets going around the track you've got to do the, the lap by this time or if you come first you get this prize you know and the prizes that you get in these sort of these races you can then use in the main storyline to help your characters level up so some some items can only be found in these little side missions mm. that's pretty <laughs> that's cool, really cool. But at the same time, it's not essential to the story. You can still. It's not. By all means, it's not essential. But it's, if you're playing through the story and you're doing this like really deep story and you're fighting battle after battle and you're sort of getting a bit monotonous, you can go to one of these sort of little casino things in a handful of these games and just have a bit of fun and just sort of like, hey, yeah, I'll just throw some make believe currency at it. And oh, actually, I've just spent the last six hours <laughs> talking about it. So, so saying if someone has a bit of an addiction to playing Gwen, you would say that, you know... He's talking about me. <laughs> Give it a go. I, I, I need to... I need to I'm tempt, I've got Final Fantasy fifteen downloaded on my Xbox. Do you? Yeah. Have you played it? I've, uh, half an hour. Half an hour? So, <laughs> so, so I'm kind of... So you barely even got... You barely yeah. even got past the intro. No. no yeah, no, I've, I've barely done anything. You just went, oh. <laughs> I just, I just played it. With, oh, this is daunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so, are, particularly from 
let's say from 11 or 10 to it was known from 10 to 10 10 to the games have really really up there the length that you play them i mean final fantasy 8 is what about a 50 50 to 70 hour game but 10 onwards particularly 15 15 as i mentioned 200 hours plus yeah. easily i mean and final fantasy 7 the remake you can just imagine how long that's going to take oh god that's insane i mean that that is that's almost a lifetime of gaming in yeah, these, in these so things. well spent well, no, absolutely, but but like, how how can they? I mean, how can this be accessible? You know, even even breaking it down into little areas, it sounds like Final Fantasy VII's remake is going to be a massive, massive ball ache to get into for new users. Well, with Final Fantasy Fifteen, they made it so first timers can play it and enjoy it and get used to it. They're trying to do the same thing with Final Fantasy VII, but of course they've already got the story for Final Fantasy VII, so they can't change too much, otherwise it's just going to end up a completely new Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So they've got to stay true to the story as, you know, to a degree, but they're adding little bits in that newcomers can find easier to use and you know get used to the world of Final Fantasy. They can't just keep it as the original Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII, sorry, because, you know, if you, you're diving into it and you're sort of going... Okay, well, if I do sort of do that move and I press that button for that, well, that's it. But with just how big it is, it won't work. So on the Switch at the moment, Final Fantasy VII's kind of updated HD version, if you like, yeah. is is there. I could I could get it now for twelve pounds if I really wanted to. Is yeah. it worth at this point doing that? My opinion, no. Okay. My, my opinion, no, purely because if you're going to play the Final Fantasy VII and then, well, the original, and then wait for the remake and play the remake, all the the only difference you're going to really see is the graphics and the, and the gameplay, the way you battle in the new remake. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII, when you played it back in late '90s, that was the groundbreaking time because of the story, because of the graphics, because of the things you could do, because of the length of the game. That was all new back then. If you're going to start with Final Fantasy, start with, in my opinion, they say 7, 8, 9, and 10 are the best ones to start with. Yeah. In my opinion, start with 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. Purely because it's got a, a few little things different. First of all, 10 was the first one to include voice actors, which ah. is now just a staple in there. Yeah, okay. Interesting. But it also has Final Fantasy X has a it's incredibly powerful story. It's really I mean that's the thing that hooked him and it was the first Final Fantasy that got a sequel because it was so powerful and these characters you control you sort of take them on this journey and you sort of feel so into their world that you just got to see it through to the end and it was so popular that it you know it generated a sequel which was maybe not as popular but still had the same characters so people that love Ten and the gameplay and you know, the way battles happened and just the, the sheer looks of the game, people could play it again on, on a new platform, but with a new story. That's what what platforms can I play 10 on? Switch, you, I believe you can play on most of them. Yeah. It's, it's on the Switch. Yeah. There, you go. there we go. <laughs> because what they do now, they've got 10 and 10 2 in the HD. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. basically, you continue the story. It's, it's two games, but you can do, obviously, just you can see the story as a well. whole. Yeah. That's interesting. We we yeah, because I'm I'm really tempted to, to to get involved now. Like I am, but <laughs> yeah. but but at the same time, like I don't. That's the thing. I at the same time, I don't have time. Yeah, and I, it sounds like these are uh, are a very not not labour intensive might be the wrong thing, but you know you've got to be you've got to commit to it. Yeah, yeah, you do have to commit to it, but just one of the. One of the things that draws you in as a Final Fantasy fan is it's just the story is a major, major part, obviously, because you're playing out this story for these characters you control. But it's all the other bits to do with Final Fantasy. I mean, the music is such a big thing. It's sort of, like you were saying about Halo. It just makes the game as well. But it's all, all the things you can do in the game, all the, the summoning and the magic and the actions and... You sort of want, you know, I want my character to be a little bit stronger. So you, you spend the time upgrading your characters, and you get the better weapons, and then, and you, before you know, it, you spent the good, you know, 10, 10 to twenty hours. You sort of think, well, actually, I've got in this far already. I see where this goes. And before you know it, you're you're playing Final Fantasy for hours on end. 
it sounds it sounds like it's got a lot of tabletop RPG elements as well. Like the mm-hmm. like uh, the, the whole Dungeons and Dragons thing is you want to level up your character. You want yeah. to get the next power next powerful spells. You yeah. want to. It sounds like there's a lot of that involved, which is it, it definitely feels. You me. tend to find out the hard way that if you sort of went, oh, no, I just want to see what the next part of the story was. I don't need to level up. I don't need to do this. And you you crack onto the next section and you come across this this monster or this boss or whatnot and in 30 seconds you're seeing the game over screen you thought oh i've actually got to spend the time leveling up this this major part of final fantasy you've got to level up your characters to see the story through otherwise you won't get through it which involves quite a lot of grinding right yeah yeah i mean uh it it had such an impact uh part of my research because i remember it coming out not well not just the games but this parody there was a weevil and bob uh, <laughs> parody of uh, Weeble and Bob Final Fantasy. It is quite funny. Um, well, I suppose it might appeal more if you really know Final Fantasy, but it was quite funny because uh, of it. Just took the mick out of some of the hairdos because some of those are quite striking. Yeah, yeah uh, obviously had a chocobo in it, and then it was a uh, super special power attack. And uh, bringing like a planet or an asteroid onto Earth to hit this monster, and all it does is seven points of damage or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. In essence, of it, that's another reason you've just got to. You think you've got these powerful abilities, and like you say, you've got this asteroid, or you've got another world crashing into your opponent and whatnot. And you thought, oh, yeah, this is easy. I've got this massive attack. Oh, it didn't really do anything, and. You know, you, you've got to level up because you, you want to see that next part of the story. You want to see what happens to your characters. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, sorry, Duncan, carry on. Oh, oh, I mean, diverging slightly, uh, but were you... I don't know. Were you a fan of Spirits Within, like, the film? No. Oh, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, that, 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 that's that no. then. The... the, the... The Final Fantasy XV, the Kingsglaive film, yeah, so I think that's fantastic. Because it's, you start with that sort of prequel of Final Fantasy XV, you watch the film, then you go into the game, and it all links together beautifully. Spirits Within, to me, didn't really... It's not a true reflection of what a Final Fantasy is. Sorry, I just dropped my water bottle on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've, I've not watched them either. I, I, I just need a jumping-off point. I, here's the thing, right? I... I which is what a lot of people are saying about seven. So the, the mechanics are the main difference in this remake of seven is how do you feel about that as like a, a purist? Potentially, are you happy that it's going to be different? Like almost yeah, what people are calling I mean, the Resident Evil I'm, treatment. I'm quite uh, yeah. I quite the battle mechanics obviously a major point that has changed. I mean, in the original one, you enter the battle, you're in a fixed position, and it was on a turn-based ATB system, active time battle system. So you wait mm. for the spar to fill up, and then you can perform an action. And then it's your next character, and then it's your next character, and then it's your opponent, and so on and so on until the battle ends. With the new one, it's they've sort of gone into real-time combat, and it just gives you that that more ability to control multiple characters. You can run around freely, but it it makes you you don't really have a choice. It makes you think of more of a strategy for the battle. Whereas the the, the ATB fixed position one, you can just go attack, 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 and you know battle over but yeah. with the free the real time combat and the free free roaming world you know you can get attacked from different sides attack from the back causes more damage and that element is weak to so and so and it makes you think more of a strategy to you know continue everything hmm. has playing final fantasy and being a final fantasy fan um has it seen you branching out into other jrpg franchises i've I've played a few, but I can't get into them as much as I can get into Final Fantasy. I mean, for me, Final Fantasy is sort of that escape from, you know, the real world. You can escape to this Final Fantasy world and you can just, there's just so, so much to do because the games that we mentioned, they're so, so big. You can just immerse yourself in this world. And it just, it's just, to me, as a, as a, as a fan, just play for hours and hours and hours and, it doesn't feel like ours. It's it's an enjoy to play. It's enjoyable to play it. That's the important thing. Really. Have you ever yeah. played a game called Anachronox? Oh, sorry, I have. <laughs> so it's a it's a JRPG that took a lot of cues from the Final Fantasy games, including yeah. things like being able to um, kind of junction skill um, 
junction skills and, and buffs and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's basically like a classic Western JRPG. Yeah. Um, it's very cool. It's very long. It's very big. It's got loads of worlds. And it's, it's definitely a game that I lost myself in. So I can kind of... I can kind of understand the appeal of these games because I, I played Anachronox to death multiple times. You know, it didn't have a campaign anywhere near 200 hours, but it was, you know, it was probably about 70 yeah. to 80 I mean, hours. It's like um, uh, Vagrant Stories taking parts from Final Fantasy as well. Mm. What's that? You sort of had like a Resident Evil Final Fantasy mix. So you still, all these other games, you're still getting that Final Fantasy influence because, you know, it's, it's just so popular and they want to use what works. It's got a very, uh, it's got a very distinct art style. I know that. I mean, it's also, it's sometimes actually derided, isn't it, by some uh, critics, especially people like Yahtzee Croshaw and stuff like that, who say it's Final Fantasy, so you know the drill: effeminate hairdos on all the men and masculine hairdos on all the women, and you know, like um, they're all portrayed. All the blokes are spiky-haired yeah, teenagers, and if you go back to the early Final Fantasies, the sevens and then seven and nine, exclude eight for the minute, but eight, seven and nine, you've got all these sort of weird and wonderful characters. You've got, you've got, a, you know, a, a boy with a tail and you've got a rat that's a, a, a hunter and you've got all these weird and wonderful characters, but the likes of eight and 10 and 15, you've got more of the human element. And so you're, you're creating, you know, you're controlling these humans rather than these wonderful characters. So they, they do, chop and change with each Final Fantasy. Again, that's why the Final Fantasy isn't linked. You know, each game's got its own own character's own own way of doing things. So, so what is it do you think that, that peeps keeps people coming back to Final Fantasy games? If if they know it's gonna be different, then is there like a running theme that, that makes that makes people excited for Final Fantasy games? Is it just that they're made by the same company or is it that it's, yeah, I think that's, I think that is a big part of it. People who played Final Fantasy and keep coming back to the next one, they know what to expect from a Final Fantasy. They all got their ups and downs, and you know ways of doing things, and maybe heart wrenching moments or jubilant moments. Mm. But they all know that at some point the developers can explore this new sort of ground in effect to redefine the old systems, and they sort of keep your interest for playing because you want to see how they've developed the game they want to see what they've done different how they've done it what it feels like and what it does to the story and when you add that sort of bit of music to it to accompany a battle to accompany um a, a cinematic you know intro or something like that you sort of it creates a story rather than a game and so it feels like you're you're reading and playing a story rather than just sitting in front of a tv and you know hitting buttons on a controller it makes you sort of immerse yourself into their world and you know, their lives, if you like. Okay, how about this? Uh, let's do some quick-fire questions. Okay, first question. What's the most ridiculous Final Fantasy fact that you know? Jeez. <laughs> most ridiculous fact that I know? Um, I mean, for me, it'd probably be just the sheer popularity of it. I mean, to sell that many games and just the influence it has. I mean, it's just crazy when you sort of think about it. It's just ridiculous just how much it's influenced other things. In a hundred years' time, what do you think will be the Final Fantasy game that everyone remembers? In all honesty, seven. Yeah? Because yeah, of the impact. It, it, was, it was the first one that had that major impact and people were always going to go back to it, always going to go back to when seven came out, this is what it was like. Hmm. Dark Souls and stuff, they have a sort of a language for when you play it, like they call it's called play, it's called a sample. Like you sit down for a session on it and it's actually not sitting down for a session, you're sitting down for a sample of Dark Souls. Is there lingo amongst players of Final Fantasy that only Final Fantasy players know? Lingo, no, but names and words, yes. Okay, you sort of alluded that. What what's the weirdest word? Ooh, weirdest word. Ooh, I mean, you've got, uh, ooh, you've got idolons, you've got, yeah, Aeons, I don't know what that is. Esthers. Okay, don't know that you, either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got Moogles, you've got sure all, all these sort of things. You know, they're, they're words, uh, you know, that are in Final Fantasy. That if you go down the street to your local news agents and tell Trevor behind the counter that you've just played with a Moogle, it might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> But he might also give you a high five. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, uh, oh, do you always uh, do 
do you look out for apparently uh, Sid always makes an appearance or since Fountain of Fantasy 2? Yeah, like the names we mentioned, like the Shivas, the Ifrits and whatnot, there's a Sid in pretty much every Final Fantasy. He's always got a different role, or he might even be a mode of transport, rarely. But in general, he's a character. You don't control him, but he's in every Final Fantasy, yes. It's just one of those things that the developers have just they input in every game because it's just part of the Final Fantasy world. I also did find, well, found two interesting facts, but I did like the fact that there was always, uh, oh, jeez, uh, Briggs and... Wedge. Wedge. Briggs and Wedge, yeah, they're in pretty much everyone. Um, I mean, in Final Fantasy VIII, they were military soldiers. Um, in Final Fantasy thirteen, Lightning Returns, they were sort of these, how would you describe it? They're sort of like these game ticket masters type things they just enticing people into their little funfair type thing i mean they they're in every game again like said but they're doing a different thing in every game it's just one of those things that developers just keep putting in just to make you nostalgic about the previous final fantasies that you've played okay how about this one a location okay in final fantasy in the whole franchise what location is the one you want to be in for the smell that you think it has? <laughs> I don't even really want to know where you got that question from. But... <laughs> um, let's have a little think. I would say, let's say Balam Garden, Final Fantasy VIII, because it was a military school and it has a canteen. Okay. And what, what what's the weird, what's the food? What, what are you thinking? What well, the only food that they allegedly the only food that they served in that canteen was hot dogs, so that's all right. Okay, smell of hot dogs. <laughs> smell of hot dogs. What's the what's the best boss and why? Ooh, best boss. Now, there's multiple ca- categories of bosses. You've got the the fixed bosses, the sub bosses, the big bosses. Okay, let's go for big boss. Let's go for big boss. <sighs> big, big boss. Um, I would actually say. The, like the, the sheer sort of fun of the battle, Final Fantasy Fifteen's final boss. I won't say who or what it is, but Final Fantasy Fifteen final boss. It's just such a, a fun battle to be in. It's got all these sort of great, great visuals. It interrupts the battle occasionally to enhance the story a little bit. When you finish the battle, it enhances the story even a little bit more. But the actual battle itself, it's just it's really, really enjoyable. Can be well, frustrating, but it's really enjoyable. Okay, if there was something you could buy in a Final Fantasy world that you could buy in the real world, what would be the one thing that would make cashiers most awkward about you buying? Got to be a chocobo, isn't it? Just walk up to a counter <laughs> saying, "I want to buy this chocobo on the lead." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it's about like this? Ten yellow bird. It's what? What's your favourite weapon? I would actually go with the Gunblade Final Fantasy VIII. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it does sound cool. It does. It's just brilliant. That's I mean, what Tom's even... going to call his cock from now on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My dear, I mean, the Gunblade is prepared. The... <laughs> I mean, there's a bit in the story in Final Fantasy VIII where he even loses the weapon. And there's this little segment where you've got to get it back. Because it's, you know, it's just who wouldn't want to be without a Gunblade? I quite like that. There's a bit in one of my favourite games is Dishonored, and it, it's there's that moment where you get disarmed, and yeah. your your main goal is even though you have a Whaler's sword and you can keep one of the Whaler's sword for the rest of the game, you can you have the option to go and find your kit, and I'm just like every time I'm in that mission, I go and find my kit because I want Corvo's sword back. Yeah. Um, okay. What about do 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 do. do. What's the funniest moment in a Final Fantasy game that sticks with you? Funniest moment? You could sort of link this with sort of cringiest moment as well. Final Fantasy X, there's a little segment um, where the main character you control, uh, there's two main characters, but the one that you control, uh, they're in a little discussion on this sort of like pier or balcony type thing, and they're trying to make the, the journey happy, laughable, and you know, just a happy memory. So he does this really, really fake laugh and it's cringy as anything. Yeah. But that will always stick in here. If you play Final Fantasy X and everyone that has will, will know the moment I'm on about, but <laughs> it, it sticks in your head. It's one of those things you think, 
why why is it that bad but it's sort of funny at the same time what's the most unintentionally funny bit of final fantasy you've ever played you, ooh, it's, it's difficult you, you get these little snippets um through multiple games it's not just one particular final fantasy but you get these little snippets where you'll perform some sort of action or it'd be in a cut scene or something like that and someone will make a really sarcastic comment that can have like a double meaning you sort of go did they mean it in the, the storyline way or they just been really perverted and said it that way <laughs> always yeah, that way yeah you sort of get a few of those moments it's sort of just it sounds silly, but it just breaks up a little bit. It's not a continuous, serious story. You get those little moments where it sort of just breaks it up and, you know, little laughable bits. You sort of chuckle to yourself. How many Chocobo would it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would say 34. Okay. How much wood would a Chocobo chuck? <laughs> if a Chocobo could chuck wood. <laughs> Um, enough to make a cabin for itself. There you go. Okay, fair enough. I like that. So here's a question. I'm running dry. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I got that. I, um, so you you go to conventions, right? Yeah, I've been to a few, yeah. Yeah, so you've seen the Final Fantasy cosplayers. Yes. And they're all incredibly impressive with massive swords. Yes. Yes. Who who would you cosplay if you were to cosplay as anyone? Unless you already have, in which case I want to know I haven't. He's on the bucket list, but nice. I would do one or two characters. I would do Squall from Final Fantasy VIII purely because, as I said, it's gun the first, first one. Yeah. And you want a gunblade? Yeah, gunblade. I have to actually try and actually not use a metaphor for that, but yeah. <laughs> um, the other character, Final Fantasy XV, Noctus. He's he's quite a, a cool character to play. It's a simple simple cosplay. Mm. Um, as silly as it sounds, it wouldn't look out of place. He's just in a black attire with a big sword. So <laughs> it's sort of it's sort of impressive to look at as a whole ensemble. But yeah, it's quite cool. As impressive to look at as it is slightly intimidating. I just yes. looked up Noctis. He's very cool. Yeah. Let's have a look at Noctis. Um, Show me Noctis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. The sword. The sword is is as you say is isn't massive. Massive. So oh, it's quite impressive. It's that's, impressive that's got yeah. a really cool. There's some stuff going on there. Yeah, Sarah's just. In I there. mean, there's, there's there's Final Fantasy 15. Sorry, it's the weapons that Noctis holds are also part of the story. Oh, okay. So he has different weapons, different types of swords and axes and staffs and. Poles. He is so emo, isn't he? <laughs> You'll find Final Fantasy Eight will give you that feeling as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but they're um, Final Fantasy 15's the the boy band one, isn't it? They all look like they're in a boy band. Are they, I don't know whether they're actually in a boy band, but that's what, what I've heard about it. Yeah, it's sort of like a big group of them, like best friends going on this massive journey. Only Noctis knows the ending, so to speak. Yeah. You do that whole journey of them together, but they each got their own little story to tell. That's really cool. So Noctis is the only one that knows effectively yeah, where this he, where this journey culminates, not how yeah, it... Yeah, he's, he's the main character, and he's the one that the story revolves around. But the story with Noctis can't happen without the other three characters that you that accompany him on the journey. So it all sort of links into one, but the story centres on Noctis and what he's got to do. And they've got a very cool car. They've got a very cool car, especially with downloadable content. It gets even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> what does it add? Uh, it can fly. <laughs> Woo! There you go. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, uh, I've got one more. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, how do you feel about that franchise? Now that is brand extension. Yeah, that is brand extension. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. To me, it's it's brilliant. I mean, it's got the influence from multiple, multiple things, and to span what we now, I don't know how many games it spanned now, but again, it's 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 got such influence from multiple multiple games, and yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed a bit for that. I've got, I've got that down there right. as well. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. I did find out this wee fact, which I really like, um, is that the reason why it's just called Final Fantasy um, is that they just really wanted a name that would abbreviate to FF because it sounds good in Japanese. <laughs> That's and amazing. What does it issue... sound like in Japanese? Well, I don't know what it sounds like in Japanese. Don't do I... the impression. <laughs> uh, We're all glad. Yeah. I, I can ask my mum and she would 
tell me, oh, go, yeah, it probably sounds good in Japanese, but um, apparently it was originally going to be called Fighting Fantasy. Oh. Uh, it was. I mean, the, the term final actually came about. I mean, I know all games from Final Fantasy are obviously called Final Fantasy, but the developers back in you know late 80s, early 90s, they were actually struggling and they termed the coin Final Fantasy because it was their final attempt to make something of it and it just went on from there and it's as we know it today oh, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool there was one more i did have one more question so that's what i was going to say square announced it felt like about 10 final fantasy games at this press conference <laughs> what what are they all about like because i understand that you've got final fantasy 1 to 15 and then you've got the sequels to 15 and 10 13 and 10 sorry and then yeah. 14 is online, right? You then have the online one, 14, yeah. which you have the 14, just the actual bog standard game, but then they've added so much stuff to it. They've yeah. added new worlds, new, just loads and loads of stuff and just made it a massive, massive online game only. That's the only one that's online only. Do you play uh, that one? Or? So that, that was announcing, announced another part of that. Obviously, they've announced the uh, remaster of Final Fantasy VIII, that's Which, a that's a big deal, right? Because that, that has, is, I mean, to yeah. me, yes, it's a massive, massive yeah. deal. It's one of those games that people have been crying out for, or you know, twittering and Facebook saying that when are you going to do this remastered version? Final Fantasy VIII has never been like the big, big Final Fantasy. It's not one that people always go to or associate with the franchise. It, it had a different sort of system: the way you upgrade your characters, the way you got magic in the game. And it just, it was very, very different from the other Final Fantasy. So it was never, it was well received. It obviously did really, really well. But it's, it's not one of those games that, you're dropping money now as well. Yeah, that was me, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's just one of those games that never really got back. But the fans of Final Fantasy VIII, like myself, we've been crying out for a remastered version. So they've already done a remastered version of 9. That's already available. Mm. 10 and 10.2 obviously went to HD. 15 keeps getting downloadable content. 13 has uh, spawned three different games. So 8 was always the one that was left out. And obviously 7's been remade. So 8 was always the one that was left out. But mm. it was one that it's really, really enjoyable to play because you've got this really sort of teenage, it sounds really gone, teenage love story, but with this really powerful sorceress. But it's a bunch of mercenaries and it had the potential to be really, really graphically impressive. Yeah back in what, the late 90s it was released. It was great then. They remastered it now. You can just imagine how impressive it's going to look. Just a, a simple remastered version. So, yeah, I was really, really impressed by that. That was uh, Jim Sterling's, one of Jim Sterling's highlights of, uh, of yeah. the E3 he, he mentioned today. I mean, you see, there's, there's a few screenshots that you can compare the original one in 1999 to the potential one what it will look like, mm. hopefully, this year. But maybe early next year just the, the difference just a simple remaster will look like and it, it looks impressive oh, i might look into that one for the switch as well <laughs> but yeah. it will be out on the switch it's coming yeah. out on the xbox the switch and the pc okay. as well as the playstation i was about to say playstation surely as well <laughs> that would that would be that'd be a turn for the books yeah specified it will be the playstation 4 so but it's just a year is it going to be this year or is it going to be next year so fingers crossed this year excellent Excellent. Uh, I, I've got nothing else. I think that's about it. Anything you wanted to, anything else you want to add about Final Fantasy that we haven't asked because you know we probably missed a load of questions. Well, yeah, just give it a go. It's, it's a massive, massive game as we've as we've covered. Um, like you were saying, you, you saw like saw an intro of like fifteen minutes and sort of went, oh crap, this is really, really big and impressive. But yeah. if you get past that part, you get involved in the story and it sort of just hooks you in. It really does hook you in. Yeah, I'll have to give it a go. I need to. I need to actually sit and play it. Hey, I, do you I know? I don't. We need all to do. do now. I've put. I've say. I've put a, a, a full week into Forza now. Which yeah, is a driving that's, that's a lot of hours. Yeah, it is. That's, that's, with all with all like the iOSs and obviously Androids and stuff like that, you can obviously get older Final Fantasies on your your mobiles and stuff now. So you can even see what they are like because the the stuff on the mobiles is going to be like it was released back in the early nineties and late eighties. It's going to be how it was exactly the same. All your Final Fantasy ones, twos, and fours and whatnot so oh, you yeah. can even get a grasp of what they were like back then as well excellent well i mean i remember playing a demo uh on my sister the playstation so then in the playstation magazines they obviously did came out with a demo and 
because uh, at the time I had the attention span of some well a gnat. Um, if it didn't go shooty shooty bang bang and yeah. give me that instant kind of thingy, um, I just think I didn't have the patience at the time. But I think now. Yeah, and that's where Final Fantasy is a bit different because in the early Final Fantasies, you you, you didn't have that. It would take a while to get into the story or take a while to get into the action. I'm not saying hours and hours and hours, but it wouldn't be instant. But the intro to Final Fantasy X throws you into a battle straight away. I mean, there's, there's no, this is the character you're controlling, this is this, this is that. It's, okay, here's the loading screen, you're in battle, and away you go. I love that. Wow. I love that. That's so good. It, it, yeah. Different Final Fantasy start in different ways, but they obviously, you know, you can understand the developers trying different things in different games. So Final Fantasy X, for me personally, in my opinion, be the one to start with because you can just see what a Final Fantasy is like, but also having that bit of action, the bit of story, you know, the graphics, the, the voices, the music, because Final Fantasy X has some beautiful pieces of music in it as well. Hmm. I mean, Sounds awesome, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. Definitely. I think that's about it, isn't it? I think so. I think so. Well, Adam, thank you very much for educating us so very, very well. You got anything to plug? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII Remaster. Get it. There you go. Get it. There we go. <laughs> I love that. He right. loves it so Appreciate much. It, guys. No problem. No problem at all. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Listen, if you want to interact with us and tell us all about your Final Fantasy thoughts, views, and all that sort of stuff, do. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And, and you're right. I was giving your Twitter handle out. Yes, by all means. It's, it's, is it at, just at Lightning Arrow, right? At uh, Lightning Arrow 3. Yeah. It's Lightning Arrow 3. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. Okay, so there we go. At Lightning Arrow 3. Yeah. And if you want to follow us and interact with us and tell us all about Final Fantasy stuff that you love, like, don't like, or are just very scared about the size of, our handle is at TMTOOH, and that's across everything but not Pinterest. Not yet. Not yet. No <laughs> Pinterest yet. And we haven't got an Etsy store or anything like that. We're, it's not, on, we're not on TikTok yet. It's just the, no, it's just the normal ones. So... There we go. That's your second pod for the week. Stay tuned for the pods for next week. We don't know what they're going to be yet, but we will reveal them over our. We will reveal them over our <laughs> social media field. I was about to just Dan was, was about to do life admin on the podcast. I was about no. to say what it was. <laughs> okay. Anyway, listening. Thank you very much for listening, Adam. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Duncan, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Dan, thank you. All right. Yeah. And with that, we cue the music. Cue the music. Yeah. Like now, yes, now would be yes. You can just edit it in. Oh, sure, I'll edit it in. Yeah, now though, now or, well, no, or back just when. just after I said, and now we cue the music. Try again. Okay, and now we cue. The-